Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the May 10th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at numbers 1061 to 1065 of the Catechism. Amen. 1061. The Creed, like the last book of the Bible, ends with the Hebrew word Amen. This word frequently concludes prayers in the New Testament. The Church likewise ends her prayers with Amen. 1062. In Hebrew, Amen comes from the same root as the word to believe. This root expresses solidity, trustworthiness, faithfulness. And so we can understand why Amen may express both God's faithfulness towards us and our trust in him. 1063. In the book of the prophet Isaiah, we find the expression, God of truth, literally God of the Amen. That is the God who is faithful to his promises. He who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth. Amen. Our Lord uses the word Amen, sometimes repeated, to emphasize the trustworthiness of his teaching. His authority is founded on God's truth. 1064. Thus the creed's final Amen repeats and confirms its first words, I believe. To believe is to say Amen to God's words, promises and commandments. To entrust oneself completely to him who is the Amen of infinite love and perfect faithfulness. The Christian's everyday life will then be the Amen to the I believe of our baptismal profession of faith. May your church, may your creed be for you as a mirror. Look at yourself in it to see if you believe everything you say you believe and rejoice in your faith every day. 1065. Jesus Christ himself is the Amen. He is the definitive Amen of the Father's love for us. He takes up and completes our Amen to the Father. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why we utter Amen through him to the glory of God. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. Okay, with this section we finish the Creed. So the section on the Creed in the Catechism of the Catholic Church finishes with this, number 1065, this uh, few lines that we heard on Amen. And again, uh, I know there are four sections in the Catechism, but the first section, the section of the Creed, is by far the, the biggest. It's not, um, it's not half the Catechism, but it's more than a third. It's between a third and a half. That um, There is about 2,800 verses in the Catechism, so we have uh, about 1,700, a little bit more than 1,700 to go, and we've done a 1,000, over a 1,000, nearly 1,100 of them. So we really are uh, making progress. And uh, again, this uh, section today um, helps us with the um, to see the Amen, that this is definite. You know, our faith isn't an opinion. It's not a theory. It's not some nice, pious thoughts. Our faith is something sure, something solid, 
something trustworthy. That this is what faith is. It's based on something real. I hate it when people say, well, science is giving us real results and theology gives us poetry or something ephemeral. Although they don't use the word ephemeral. But anyway, that it gives us something uh, cloudy. Theory. No. Faith is true. Our faith is based on something real. This revelation of God. God has let himself be seen. That our faith is based on this fact that God has let himself be seen. He has not hidden himself from us. He should. He should. We're not worthy to see him. We're not worthy to see his footprints in this world. We're not worthy to be members of his church. We're not worthy to know what he's showing to us. This is beyond our what we deserve. And yet the Lord in his goodness does this and invites us to rest in him. Invites us to put our faith in him. Invites us to put our trust in him. That he is sure. Jesus when he speaks, as it says here, doesn't, doesn't say, well, I think, or you might like to consider, or that I heard that there's something really, uh, I don't know what. He doesn't waffle. He says, Amen, Amen, I say to you. It is true. What I'm saying to you is true. It is real. It is sure. It is life-giving. And as we saw uh, the last few days, in it hangs the balance of heaven and hell. Again, heaven is always a possibility. It's always open to us. It's always there for us. If we want it. If we want to cooperate. And the Lord is inviting us to cooperate. He's inviting us to say amen. To say that this is true. To assent to this. And again, not just to learn the words. That our creed isn't about words just. That's why Augustine is saying at the end. St. Augustine was saying at the end of this that we read today. Sure, the words are beautiful. But do your lives mirror them? You know, this creed is a mirror for your life. Do you believe in the forgiveness of sins if you don't look for it? Do you believe in eternal life if you live as if eternal life doesn't exist? And so truly today to see that God is offering us eternal life and seeing that eternal life to rejoice in his goodness that this is what is being offered for us a faith that is based on fact on revealed fact but on fact that God has shown himself he has let himself be seen by us he wants to be known by us and he invites us to know him more fully and tomorrow we're going to continue. Tomorrow we continue. It's not that we do the first part and we take a week off. No, we continue. We continue to deepen our faith and to go into the liturgy, which is the place on earth where we are closest to God, where we are nearest him, where we can touch him, where we can encounter, encounter him. So tomorrow we continue and tomorrow we start the section of liturgy with numbers 1066 to 1068. God bless.